0: Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot
1: 101.5.
0: What you got in your mouth,
1: Scott? Some nuts. They're so good, too. I gotta stop getting, like, the lightly salted. Because when you get the plane... It's not that addicting. No. But I think, I, like, I got that bag yesterday. I'm about to finish it.
2: The salt, because it makes it it makes your mouth, like, moisturize it a little more. Mm. If I'm sorry. If it's just plain nuts,
1: after a while, your mouth is like, <sighs> well, that's I, what I need. Like, I don't need that many nuts. Like, I eat nuts for the fact that I just need the healthy fats. I know. And then it's like, Same. okay, well. Mm. And now I'm like, you know, it's supposed to be five servings. I'm now making it two. I had some yesterday. And then in your head, you're like, it's just nuts. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, nuts have a lot of calories in those suckers. I know. But I'm not really worried about the calories. It's more so like, all right, you just bought these, and now you're about to finish them. Mm. I mean, I'll have a nut. Oh, yeah. I
0: don't
1: like nuts. You the nuts? All right. You don't like it? Your fiancé likes nuts.
0: He does. He He loves nuts. Wait, so the ones that I buy for him, are those not healthy?
1: No, they are. Well, I mean, again, anything with salt is not, it's, you can always lean away from it. We have so much salt intake Mm -hmm. that it's, it's not that healthy. It can cause, like, so, like,
2: weight gain. So, like, my person will get upset if he gets on the scale and it's, like, let's say we have a weekend and we're not strict on the weekends. Not as strict. Like, we still follow the basic guidelines of the health plan that we follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But we're pretty lax about it on the weekend. So, then he'll get on the scale Monday and he'll be like, ah. mm. and then he's like, I gained like four pounds. And I'm like. So then one day I'm like, I try Mm -hmm. to come up with what it could be because I like to, I'm a problem solver. And I'm like, I think it's the salt. And he's like, it's not salt, and mm. I'm like, no, I think it's it's salt. Yeah. It could. yeah. So we did a trial one uh-huh. one day or whatever, where and it, he does like he made his lunch like he'll do um like ground chicken, he'll do like three pounds of ground chicken on a Monday, just cook it up mm-hmm. with like seasonings, a lot of salty seasonings, uh-huh. and then for lunches every day he's got like a bowl of ground chicken with uh he would put a little container of guacamole, he cuts up a big old tomato and put hot sauce, and that's his lunch. Mm. So he started making it different, where he's, like, not using as salty of seasonings anymore. He's not using guacamole. He's just using avocados, whatever. And so that, and then we did some other salt-cutting-back procedures because, like, you don't realize the salt that you eat or the food that you eat has a lot of salt already. In already, yes. Bitch lost, like, three pounds. Yeah.
0: Because that water. if you're
2: drinking water, even if you're eating salt, so, like, if you're... Eating salty foods and you're drinking water, the yeah. salt is still there. Mm-hmm. But when you're drinking water and you're not eating as much salt, your body's like, oh, I don't have to hang on to this water. Right. I can because whoop. it's going to just keep coming in and it literally weight just drops off of you. Uh-huh. It's bizarre. The salt can do this.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. There's just so many things when it comes to uh, food and weight loss, things like that that no one ever talks about.
1: Yeah, no. That it's like
0: you don't know unless you actually sit down and like do some reading research. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, Mm. those are like the two main ones, like salt and sugar, man. Those things are evil, but we just it's in everything. It's in so much. And that's why it's hard to like honestly avoid it. You got to make a very conscious decision to be like, all right. Like I've literally started like going just you know, they always say like go around the perimeter of the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like that's like your you know, your whole foods and everything that's like gonna be the healthiest for you. That's like how I go in now, cause I'm like, okay, like I got, I know the outside. That's the safe zone. Yeah. Anything I, in the end, like it's gonna mess me up.
0: Except at Publix, where right before the deli, usually I there's do. the bakery. Oh yeah. And so you've got to like, time. I literally, they probably think I stole something. Like the way I run through the bakery <laughs> just to get to the deli, cause I'm like, ah! no. <laughs> no, no, don't get me. No. Maybe,
2: and, and like, I'm sorry, but it smells so good. Oh my good. God,
1: yeah, God. Yeah, I feel like they do like Disney does and they like pump out the yes. sun from the roof. Yes. I like know.
0: And you're Come just like, on. they know you what they're know, doing. I could use one of these little pies. Right. And then they make it so like you don't feel too guilty because then they'll have like a slice of a, a brownie. Slice. And you're like, well, it's just one slice. I mean, it's just a little treat for myself. Mm-mm. Five slices later.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's or why it's... I don't like to have anything around because I will go five
0: slices deep. I, I go all in if I'm gonna do it, so I can't do it. It's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a couple of messages that I want to get to. Uh, okay, there's, messages. There's one that's just basically a thank you. This is a Tasha. She said, "Hi Miguel and everyone. I am still behind and I'm currently listening to the." anniversary episode of the podcast like
2: the pandemic anniversary mm-hmm. oh my gosh Good it God. is
0: so crazy that it's been a year yeah. of COVID times I'm glad you guys did a reflection episode and how your lives and everyone's lives changed because of COVID with all that has happened is happening we I forgot all the things that happened in a year's lifetime anyways yeah. my point of emailing you is to say thank you COVID is the reason why I started listening to you guys uh, thanks, no thanks, COVID. You guys made my working from home days fly by. Oh. I looked, looked back forward to listening to your podcast because I enjoy your banter and the laughs you provide. Thank you for sharing your life with me. P.S. I do not mind if you want to share this on air. Love, Platypus member, Tasha.
1: That Yay. is so nice. Thank you, Tasha.
0: Thank you very much. That's awesome. Um, and th- I'm really
2: glad we could, like... I don't know what we're doing now with our lives, but I'm just so glad that we could be such a help to people in the pandemic. Yeah.
0: Right?
2: it yeah. It's like a, a shining point of my career, I feel like.
0: I think that one of the goals when we first walked into this radio station for me personally in 2015 was to win – Best Local Morning Show by Creative Loafing, because it's voted on by you, the reader, the people here in Tampa Bay. It's the people. We're the people. (laughs) Not like some industry thing where it's like radio people judging other people. It's you who actually consume the product that we put out every day. And like I've told the story a few times before that when we worked at another radio station here in Tampa in 2011, and one of the first few days I was on the way to work at that now defunct radio station i remember creative loafing had come out with their best of the bay for 2011 that year yeah and i remember just being like my gosh i hope that one day we can feel like we're a part of the community that we can feel the love and that we can we can give the love and we can receive the love back and have the symbiotic relationship and we did that thanks to you but like you holly Those, especially those like, because I mean, obviously in other places in the country, things were closed down for longer Mm. and they're Mm -hmm. still going back and forth. But for us here, really, it was those first three to four months when everything was closed. We didn't know what was going on. And we took the podcast to five days a week. Uh. If we got fired today, tomorrow, I feel like I can say we did everything we could to serve our audience here in Tampa Bay,
2: hundred percent. Like I'm happy with the with what we've done. Right. I'm. I, I. don't even know what else we could do that would top that. And it's weird because they interviewed me for uh, like an like you're talking about like an industry online thing. Um, it's like a a women forum type of thing where they interviewed me and asked me some questions. And they were like, you know, what are what have been like your shining moments? I don't remember the exact question. Um, and I've seen some other women uh, and and have seen their replies, and they have good replies. Like, I got to, like, radio has allowed me to interview celebrities on the red carpet at the billboards. And I'm like, like, amazing. And I'm like, my answer is a little bit morbid, but I, radio has allowed me to help in times of crisis, And those are my favorite radio moments, which is sounds weird. And I totally understand that. Um, But what I talked about in the article was, you know, the first instance of this that I experienced was in 2005 when I had started, just started my radio career and uh, Hurricane Katrina hit. Now, we were in Ohio, right? It's not like we were close to Louisiana, but we're watching this. And my boss, Dave Crosser, was like, we have to do something. This is what we do. This is what radio does. So he organized this um, drive where, and it was a tiny, tiny little town in Ohio, not even a rated market. And we got together with the other radio company, which Mm. you never do like radio companies don't come together. Like we just do our own thing. Like you've got this company, this company, this company, maybe one mom and pop over here. And we're all just like, bye. Mm. I don't even know they ex- who, what, what other radio company. Like we right. don't, we probably don't see each other. Like we're friends with some of these people in Tampa Bay. That's cool. Um, but the companies themselves would never come together. But they did in this little town, and we put like on all radio stations in the town came together and did like a week long drive. I mean, we we stayed out like overnight. Mm. Like I had to take overnight shifts at this thing, and we collected food and everything. And it was then that I was like, oh, this is what, this is what we do. Mm. So that, and I got that same feeling in the pandemic where I was like, I'm all in. What do you need? What right. do you need as a community and how can we help? And so that's, to me, the highest crowning achievement that we could get in radio. Right. Just being able to serve in that way.
0: And I think, too, just creating a a community. Yeah. And I yeah. think yes. yeah. because of social media, um, because For you, Scott, this is what you know is like social media being such a big part of what we do where, you know, before it was like a slow trickle in for us where you had a community, but there wasn't a place to really house it because people didn't use social media the way that they do now.
2: Yeah, it was difficult for the people to be in it together.
0: Right, exactly. And so now, all these years later, with what we've built here, that we have this community that they communicate outside of us on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter, and there's, like, pockets of community of Miguel and Holly fan members and Platypus Posse members that communicate with each other. And so that, to me, is, like, that is what I love, is building community and making people feel like they're a part mm. of something. Yeah. And so, to me, that also has just been really cool. So, thank you, Tasha. Yeah. Was, for
2: bringing up all
0: that. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, now we have some advice. Oh,
2: <laughs> or, Oh, is it is it constructive criticism? No, no,
0: no, no, I'm sorry. They need advice. Oh. Sorry. I didn't phrase I was like, that correctly. okay, I'm
2: right. I'll put my sensitive panties off.
0: Yeah, no, 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 yeah. You can take them off. Nope. Yeah. They oh. are, they need some advice. This I is I love uh, giving advice. Robert. Okay. He said, Hi Miguel. My name is Robert. I'm 24 and live in Tampa. I'm a fan of the podcast. I love you guys. And uh, I want to say thank you all for brightening up my day. I'm emailing you because I don't know if you, Holly, or Scott uh, help fans out, but I was wondering if you could help me. I'm a college music education student at Hillsborough Community College planning on transferring to USF. Boom, go Bulls. Throughout college, uh, I've been nervous and still feel like a fish out of water. Uh, The reason I said that, I still haven't made any friends yet. I was wondering if you guys had any advice or if you've been in this situation before and how do you handle it? Thank you, Robert. So he's basically asking, still feels like a fish out of the water uh, after being in college uh, at Hillsborough Community College. And now they're going to USF. Yeah. Um, So, Scott, I mean, you as a person who graduated from USF you can speak to what that particular campus life is like because i think holly and i come from the same place when it comes to how to actually do that sort of thing but for you who was actually on usf yeah how do you do that
1: i mean for it it depends on how quick you're going over there but i mean as soon as you get there you're gonna see there's a ton of things that are just happening right away and that's how i met my first friends at usf is like they had like a little ice cream social in the downstairs lobby of where i was like living and at, in the beginning, like, full honestly, I was like, this is stupid. I was, had that, you know, like, young, immature mindset. I was like, I'm not going to go down to an ice cream store. How lame. I want to go party get drunk. Well, <laughs> well, I decided, I was like, you know what? I am I was literally, like, my parents just left, and I was all alone, and I was like, let me just go. And as soon as I went down, I saw a buddy I went to, like, school with. But we, like, you know, like, said our what's up. And then I met another dude that I actually went to orientation with. And when you transfer over, you'll go to a transfer orientation. I worked with a lot of those people over there, too. And their whole job is to help you connect with a group. And so when you do transfer over, if they do the in-person orientation, that group that you're in, make connections with those people. Like, At least get one number or one, like, Instagram to be like, all right, as soon as we get on campus, like, hey, let's go hit up the MSC. Let's go get some food together. Let's go study together. Because as long as you have one, that comfort starts to come a little bit more and you have more comfort to go find two. And then also, if you are, like, let's say, if you're not living on campus, what I always used to say as an orientation leader Like, stay on campus, like, as long as you can. Like, if you're not living on campus, at least stay on campus and hang out. Go to the little events that are happening on campus. There won't be a lot of people at first, but you'll at least meet a couple people that are trying to do the same exact thing that you're doing. That's meet more people. And so once you have that little community, you have a reason to stay. And so as long as you're staying on campus, eating on campus, studying, like, on campus, you're going to find friends. And as long as you go to the little club events and find things of interest, you'll find at least a good group of friends to kind of build off of.
2: I think uh, don't force it either because, like, let's say you find one person and you, you grab their Insta or a text number to text them or whatever and you hit him up a couple times. Th- it's a little like dating yeah. where, you know, let's say you hit him up and you're like, hey, let's grab coffee and talk about our class or whatever. I don't know. Um, And you do this two or three times and you're not getting too far, like – Time to go try somebody else. Yeah. You know oh, what I yeah. Mean? Like, um, don't hang
1: on to them too long if they don't want the same thing that it, you want. Yeah,
2: and maybe they're not in a place where they can do that right now or whatever. But you kind of treat it like dating a little bit, where you're if you're getting vibes like, why isn't this person responding to me? Why aren't they my friend? Like, that's not your friend. Go find another mm. friend. So I would just suggest, um, you know, it it should happen sort of organically. Once you put that out, that you do, like Scott said, you've got to get out there and do it and like get people's instagram handles and do send them messages be the person and but then also if if it's a rejection situation where you tried to like grab lunch with this potential new friend and it's not working out do not take that to heart because that person may not have been meant to be a friend anyway. Yeah, they got their own
1: other they ish going on. They got their own on. thing
2: and that's okay. Right. Um, But I would say just keep trying because it's not a reflection of you. It's just not meant to work out with that person.
0: And you said that you are a, a college music m- yeah, sorry, college music education student and I'm not sure if you're planning on doing that when you're at USF but I'm such a big proponent of joining organizations that our hobbies or what you want to do professionally because you're going to meet people that are like-minded of you. Um, And I met a bunch of people that I still see and talk to today that were involved in radio or in newspapers or in media in, in some form or fashion. And we all sort of had the same type of way of thinking about life. And we would just sit around and just talk about Oh, my gosh, what will it look like when we're older or when we want to get into these jobs and then we form these friendships and we would hang out and we became lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. And so just joining organizations that are of interest to you, whether it's music or whatever it is that you're interested in, because, I mean, I'm sure like with any college, uh, Scott, there are a million and one oh, gosh, organizations yes. on campus that hundreds you can hundreds, yes. find. I'm sure the resources of being able to find them is just endless.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a ton. And you'll see it. They used to have a thing every Wednesday. They would have a bunch of organizations out for bull market where it's like literally you could just go up. They have tables there for you to interact, learn some information, and actually, you know, walk away with something valuable. And that happens literally every week. And hopefully they're still doing it with everything with the pandemic. But I think they should be.
0: I think that's what I was, uh, wanted to tell my friends, my college friends that I want to plan, like, because uh, we usually have, like, two things that we do every year, where we do, like, our cruise every summer, uh, which we haven't done in two years now, um, or we go to Atlanta Pride, which has been canceled this year, but we're still going. Um, but I want to try to plan the next couple of years, like, an off weekend where we go to Savannah, because that's, like, an hour out from our college town. And I'd love to, like, go just have lunch with the old group. And just go see the city because it's been so long since we've experienced together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would be so fun to just sort of be in those surroundings again. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm in this group on Facebook and it's like Georgia Southern. And of course, this is my college. Like, it's not like a alumni of Georgia Southern University. It's party pictures of Georgia Southern from 2000 to 2008. And I'm like. Why just got to be party pics?
2: Because it just is.
0: Right, that's it. That that's all. We're like, woo, girl. Remember when Legends was around with Ace from the Real World? Remember when they used to like squeegee uh, alcohol during ladies' lock-in nights, and it was a whole bit controversy. And it was like, why can't we be like, oh my God? Remember when we had this? No, it's just partying. That that's all it was. Yeah,
2: but- I. As you were talking, I remembered I got a text uh, from one of the girls that was in my sorority, and she goes, hey, I'm going to Northern's homecoming. Have a hotel room for two nights if you want to come. Oh, And I would love to go. I've never gone to any homecomings for Mm. anything ever. Um, And so I'm like, I don't know, though. Like, first, it's in, like, a month. It's, like, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd. So I'm like, I just don't know if I can even take the time. Holly's like, oh, girl. Like, it's just a lot. But, like, would I love to go bust up into Ada and, like, go to the Beagle? (laughs) Yes! Notably, I want to see if there's still green food coloring on the bar floor where my one friend Kristen and I had brought green food coloring with us to the bar on St. Patrick's Day and we're dying everybody's drinks green. Oh,
0: my god! We also brought a
2: box of Lucky Charms.
0: Oh. (laughs) I
2: mean, it's a conversation starter. But anyway, like, I'm like, oh, man, I do want to go. I think it's. Uh, like, some anniversary, too. It's not, maybe not, mm, I don't know what it is, but, like, I would love to do the same thing, like, go back to your college town and just see what's going on.
0: Now, I wonder, like, because, Scott, obviously, USF is in a big city in yeah. Tampa. I wonder, do you lose some of the charm because, like... In our town and Holly in your college's town, like that was it. Like we were the epicenter. The of college Statesboro. was
2: the town. Like, like that was it. When the college was not in session, there was like a thousand people. Right.
0: <laughs> like, like yeah, there was nothing there in Statesboro outside of Georgia Southern University. Right. Um, so like going to a college, a university in a big city.
2: Where there's like I can't imagine. There's like a school building and like across the street is like a building in Tampa.
0: Right. What? Like how did that feel? Like, did you feel like this cohesive, like, we're all together type deal? And Well, when I was first going to school, I wanted that
1: feel. I wanted the college town. And that's why I was a little rough going to USF. But... What ended up happening is like you you created in your own ways like you have your sections that are like that. Mm. The harder thing with USF is you have a lot of commuters like you. But luckily mm. they're changing a little bit of the culture where a lot of people are now living on campus and all the apartments are around. So it's mm. like those are the places you went. So we had college places. Mm. But yeah, it was a little weird. I don't think it was as you know. I think there's a cool feel with a college town when it's like everybody right there. You're just all in college. You're like, like in your it. own community. You that are would be it. really cool. Yeah, and we didn't really have that. But again, like it almost feels like now, especially like living over in like the Pinellas side, it's like it almost feels like USF is just a whole section. And now Mm -hmm. that it's like USF St. Pete, USF Sarasota Manatee, like there's all these different groups that, you know, you find your own little section. And USF Tampa did the best that it could with, you know, at least the surrounding area. Like that's all college. And the bars that I used to go to, like specifically just college in that little section. But it's hard. I mean, it's like you get the feel because you have over 50,000 students. But you also lose the field because you have over 50,000 That's crazy. students. Crazy! Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I, yeah.
2: I just, I can't wrap my head around that. That's a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of people. But it's also, like, there was parts of it that were really cool. Like, you could do a lot of cool things together. You know, like, when when I was going there, the football team was amazing. And so you had, like, a ton of people filling up Raymond James. Well, no, we're not doing Raymond so. James.
0: Like that's your football stadium is Raymond again, James. It, that
1: part's bittersweet. Like I was always a fan of. Like I wanted a stadium on campus because I think it would be so cool for you to be like the band, in your residence hall, the band, band would march walks through. out. Yes. Yeah, you're doing shots while you walk over, and it's like completely safe. So they again, they did their own way of having yeah. buses transporting you everything like that. But again, it's. It's just it, different. It is yeah. different. Like, you can't really fill up Raymond James. Like, I, right. that's real hard to do. Right. That's
0: but, what I've always wondered about that. Because, I mean, even though, like, I didn't participate in any of the, the sports programming at my school, I still loved, like, the after parties or, like, the lead up to it. Yeah. You know, and, like, you would still go to different parties and whatnot and you could just feel the energy in the city change on those days when something big mm-hmm. was happening. Yeah, and you it's just, all
1: around your school. It's right. It's
0: sweet. It, it almost felt like you were playing, like, Play Real Life in like a small city where it's like, yes, you get to because when we had this like hostage situation at a law office in downtown Statesboro,
2: I don't mean to laugh, but like every time the hostage situation comes <laughs> up, I just feel like this is here we go. I'm gonna let me settle
0: it. It was it was like my, but it was like we were on the ground as like literally informing the city yes. as our college radio station. Oh my gosh, where like if something happened in like downtown Tampa and you're like coming from the college radio, the Bulls radio. They're going to be like... Bitch, we got Tampa Bay Times, you know yeah. Channel 13. By on
2: your side is here right. Whereas,
0: it. like we were it, like <laughs> you, were me kidding. being there, t- reporting the facts, like we were informing the city what was going on. That you is really cool. We weren't doing
2: that good of a job because at one <laughs> point were you like, there's a bomb, and they
0: had to like <laughs> rein you in. Like- that was like at the beginning of the day when oh, we weren't sorry. like really thinking about it, and we were like, well, there- we heard there's a bomb at Walmart, and they were oh, like, wow. no, there's not. You can't. Literally, the FBI call and said. Please retract that. You cannot say statements like that that you do not know about.
2: Learning on the fly.
0: Yes. But it but it was a great training ground because you got to go through those experiences in that way yeah. and, and learn about life and, like, have that, like, really cool, um, so, like, a warm blanket. Yes. Almost feeling of, of being in a city like that when you're in college. It's
2: yeah. like adulting light.
0: Yes. 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 So, I'd love to, like, go and experience that. But I've always wondered— What it would be like to be in a city like Tampa or when I go home and they have Georgia State University,
2: Mm -hmm. which
0: has grown and it's like, you know, a big part of downtown Atlanta. Yeah. On what that would have been like to sort of be in a city like that. Yeah.
2: I went and visited like the Ohio State campus once as like a I was visiting. What were we there for? I don't remember. But it was like a friend had gone there and like it was. It was very overwhelming to me.
0: Is it in... I I don't know where it is. Is it like in... in
2: Columbus. It's in Columbus. Oh, okay. I know that. So it's like also in a city. And Ohio State is obviously massive. Yeah. The Ohio State University. Uh, But it's like that. It's like there's pockets. Like my friend had friends and that was just their friends. mm. That's it. And then there's like a bajillion other students like all across the city. And they're all different. It's all crazy. And I, I just felt like that was that I could not have done I personally don't think I could have done a school like Ohio State or even like USF mm. I needed that small campus I like I flourished there I loved college and I don't know how it would have been if I'm like I probably would have made it through but it just I think it was too overwhelming for me considering how sheltered I was in high school.
1: Mm,
0: right. Yes, right. that's
1: true. And we've had a lot of students. I remember, like, I would take students through the campus and it would be overwhelming. And I went through and I wanted that big campus. Feel. Yeah. Like I and wanted some people do. Thousands of students. And that's what you get there. But again, it quickly becomes a small campus. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it's that's like you're true. on like there you and it's little like, pockets. yeah. It's like, okay, I know I have 55,000 students like, in the school total, but you know what? I have my little 15. You know, or you start going to your smaller classes where it's like, I remember going to like my lecture halls and be like 250 people in one room. And then by the end of it, I'm like in a room of like, you know, 15. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Like I'm in my little niche. I'm in my little pocket. Mm -hmm. So it does start to have that smaller feel as soon as you kind of get it. So it's like as overwhelming as it is in the beginning, it slowly kind of trickles down and it's not too bad. Unless you start going to all again, hitting up every event possible and seeing new faces everywhere you go. But eventually, you start seeing the same faces over and over, and find your little section of the campus.
0: And I would say, too, if you are someone that's in high school or, you know, you're thinking about going to college and you want that experience, but you're sort of like where Holly was after high school, you're kind of shy, I loved my two-year school experience as well. Like, I would have wanted to go to a four-year school and, like, just dive into the big campus, but I had to go to a two-year school, but... This is one of the times where I say like I was when we've talked to Stacy about past lives, I had some wisdom that I look back at myself now and I'm like, how the fuck did you know to do that and to make that decision? Like, where did that come from? Because one of my things when I realized I had to go to a two year school, I was like, I got to go to a two year school that has um, on-campus housing. Yeah, that's wise. I wanted to be a part of the campus life, and I knew that back then, but I was like, I've got to live on campus because there were so many cheaper options right around where my mom and grandma live where I could have just commuted there. But I was like, I want to get the college feeling even though I'm going to a two-year school. And I don't don't know if they have that in Florida, but I do know in Georgia they have, there's like three or four uh, smaller, these are the public colleges, our uh, public two-year schools where uh, they have campus housing. But that to me, is a big thing, like you said earlier, Scott, of living on campus or if you want to live close to campus just to get that vibe. Yes, you n- need it. nothing like a Friday night, Saturday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday night on Monday, a college campus Wednesday. when like Tuesday. everything I mean, yeah, I mean a night of the week, every
2: we had Tuesdays. That was our big day
0: our ours was Thursday night mm-hmm. at Georgia Southern. Um, but just being in that atmosphere just helps you feel like you're a part of something. For oh, yeah. Sure.
1: And you always have things to do, and you won't miss out on things. So that was the biggest thing. I had friends that would live, like, an hour away, and it's like, oh. they can't hang out long. Or, I used to have friends that would just crash with me. I mm. literally just crash right there on the floor. I let them th- take the bed or a couch. Let them just hang out for a little bit. But yeah. that's, like, that's what I say. Like, the biggest thing is, like, just be on campus for as much of it as you can throughout the day. Because you're going to want to go home. You're going to be like, I got nothing here. But... Again, that's when you find a lot of people that are like, "I feel like I have no connection here." Well, you got, you got to put in a little work to get the connection, and then what you do, it's a home.
0: Ah. Uh, I have to take this phone call real quick, but oh. I wanted to talk about uh, for a few more minutes about um, Labor Day weekend.
2: Oh, uh, okay. I just got to take this. Sorry.
0: Okay, get your phone call.
2: Labor Day weekend stuff. Hello? What are you talking about? What
0: did like, you do for Labor Day weekend? Holly?
2: Our plans are like what we did. What we did. Oh, um, well. We talked about it on the air. I feel like I already talked about it, but <laughs> so here's what I did. Thank you. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, it's live. Yeah. Um. So I went to Orlando and I, I feel bad every time I say this because it's starting to be like this running joke. Like I don't do anything besides like sit in my house or go to Orlando. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we have to go to Orlando because my mom lives with me and there's she has no boundary. She does not Mm-mm. know how to be a separate human from me. And that's it's that's a whole psychological thing. But. So, to get away and not have someone's parents on them, we got to get out of town. So, what's the quickest and easiest and cheapest way to do it? You go to Orlando. Orlando, right down the I-4. Right down that corridor. So, we go and um, we had like an extra Disney pass because we took Maya to Disney this summer. Mm. Which, I keep looking back on that so fondly. Like, I don't know if I'm starting to romanticize it or whatever, but I'm just like, that was such a pivotal trip for her. It was like her first big Disney trip. And I think... I just love that we got to take her. So we did three days, but there were four days on the card. So we were like, okay, saving up this extra day for Labor Day. We're going to drink around the world at Epcot.
1: Yes.
2: Um, It was so much fun. And I feel like we, like, held on to our shit all together. I was going to
1: say, like, that is very hard. I don't know how many places you stop, but, like,
2: Uh, you get, like, halfway through, and
1: I'm like... I know, and it depends on what you drink
2: at each place, and you got to pace yourself. Like you can't just like dash through them and like doing shots or whatever. No, Um, but it was it ended up being really good. So like we started in Canada, and we started out like super easy. We like shared an ice wine, which is like two ounces, and then we just slowly moseyed along. And at no point was I ever like wasted. I was drunk, and we ran into some people um, that were funny. It was like this uh, other couple. So it was the, my person and I, and obviously our kids were with their other parents. So we're like, no kid weekend.
0: Yeah. Oh. We were
2: waiting to go into the Las Cavas or whatever, that Mexican um, tequila bar mm. in Mexico. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And we're waiting in that line, and there's a couple behind us who looked about our age, and they were like kind of just talking with each other kind of loudly, and they were like, well, the kids. And, I, and we're like, oh, no kids for you either. And they're like, no kids. So we made this little couple friend. How cute. And they were pretty tipsy. And so we uh, said bye to them. We did our tequila shots. And then we ran back into them because we were going to go back. Uh, we were actually almost going to be leaving. And there was some, like, Latin explosion band playing at the little bandstand in America. Oh, the yeah. And they, I heard them playing Walk the Moon from, like, Italy. And I'm like, Sarah! <laughs> this is when you know I was starting to get oh, yeah, pretty on it. Yep, I'm yep, shouting. Yep. Yes. And I'm like, let's go watch yes. them. Aww. So we go, and then that same couple was right there, and she was, like, dancing, and I'm like, yes, girl.
0: Get it.
2: And they had moonshine at the uh, place in America. What the heck? Come I know. Uh, that's some tennessee yeah, yes. is. I'm, I'm on now. Now. So They had some really good uh, whatever. We had, like, a really good moonshine drink. It tasted like gummy bears. And oh. so then I had, like, two of those.
0: Oh, moonshine. Girl, man. that will put you down. Well, <laughs> like,
2: it's actually funny. So we... Um, <laughs>
0: here's what's funny. Here's
2: what's funny. So we're hanging out with this other couple, and, like, me and the other lady, we're, like, dancing, and I was, like, I'm in my Holly zone, where oh. I think I'm the best choreographer of oh. all time.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I am a good choreographer. You are. For oh, the yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. But we're in the seats, and, like, so show you oh uh, so we're doing our thing and they're dancing and if they went from playing like some pop hits to like suddenly they're doing all like latin music so my white ass is over here and i'm like i'm doing my like thing oh gosh I'm doing, this. I'm doing i'm like this way step that way i'm like eh, ah, ah. And i'm like doing and then like me and her are dancing oh
1: god and i'm like, Jeff. And,
2: like we went bananas this other lady came over and she was like, yeah. oh, my God, I you are giving me life oh, right I now. Oh, I love that. I was like, uh, I was like yeah.
0: thank
2: you. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't stop dancing. It's
1: called the palm tree. I got to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 like, I was giving it all I had. Yes. Uh, they played for half an hour, so, I mean, I was fucking dancing for half
1: an hour.
0: God, I would have been drenched. <sighs> Isn't that amazing? Like, I feel like I, if we were all younger people would have been like, oh, why is that girl, like, dancing I like know. That? But I love it as adults, especially I find with people with kids, they give zero fucks yes. when they're out. And they're like, you too, girl. You too. Me too. Yes, We're bitch. Dancing. Let's Wait, get
2: it. I have a selfie on my phone with this girl. <laughs> like, they bought some of our drinks. My person, like, Venmoed the guy. Oh, He's I like, it. I got this. Then, after the band stopped... Um, because they have like four kids all together. Oh wow. And so you could tell that like they don't get out as often as we even do. Mm. Oh so Lord. we leave the bandstand and immediately and I know you know what this is like, Miguel. So for me, my my social battery turned off. Oh uh,
0: uh, yeah. You're like Boo-zoom.
2: it I powered down. Yeah. I could not. Nice. And they're like why don't we go get some more drinks and I look at my person and I go I have to go now
0: oh, I'm sorry we can't it. stay this I'm done it. eject
2: because also we're in the middle of Epcot like we gotta walk back Ugh. to um like through the boardwalk hotel Ugh. get an Uber go back to our hotel I'm like uh uh-uh. I can't anymore and it wasn't that late it was like 10 o'clock right or maybe it was, maybe it wasn't even it may have only been like nine or nine 30 will be honest <laughs> but when 6:15. you start drinking it like to right how yeah, me, I'm like 9, 9.30. After I had danced my ass off and I had moonshine, I go, I got to leave. And they're like, oh, no, come to one more bar. And I'm like, I even said to the man, I go, listen, my social battery is done. Uh, I cannot do this anymore. It has be been real. a pleasure meeting you. Please mm. look me up on Instagram. Please, uh, Like, have such a fun night. Yes. We're going to go. And then I, like, power walked off. <laughs> Bye. I love you guys. I felt so bad that we just really left those other couple there. You got to know when
1: to go. Got to know when to fold them. Done.
2: So we did. We made it through Mm. the Boardwalk Hotel, got an Uber, got back to the hotel, got back to our room. And then I was just like, thank Jesus. It was time to go. It was time to go. And so I feel like it was a very successful drink around the world. Sounds like it was
0: perfect. Mm. Now, Scott, you were in uh, Utah? I went to Utah. Yeah, Utah. Salt Lake City. Well, I have a
1: buddy out there, one of my buddies that I actually went to USF with, and he lives out in Salt Lake City now. So my girlfriend and I, like, we decided like, a couple weeks ago, we're like, you know what? Because he invited me out. He's like, you want to come? We'll go to Yellowstone. I was like, I don't know. He's like, come on. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Spontaneous. So my girlfriend and I bought tickets, and we flew out there and stayed at his apartment for the first night and got to kind of see what was around in Salt Lake City. Nothing, really.
0: Ah. So... Wait in Salt Lake City?
1: Not really. Like it. It's a. He was even saying this in the car as we we're driving around. It's a weird because it's a city, but there's like there's not really much going on around. Just there's only a couple people on the road. There's only a couple people on the street walking. Like it's just it's just kind of feels it's just so calm and not much going on.
0: That's so interesting it's because I well, what
1: is in Salt Lake City? Like they A lot of Mormons. Sports team. A lot of Mormons. Yeah. A Mor-
2: lot of Mormons.
0: Um, I mean, because I've heard over the past few years that the gay scene there is thriving. Like Insultly. Oh, no. Surprisingly. Legit. Surprisingly. I said
1: it immediately as we got there, saw so many, like, rainbow flags all around, people with shirts, and I was like, hell yeah, because I had my, like, uh, like pride shirt for the Miguel and Holly shirt, and I was just like, okay, like, cool. But it seemed like it was everywhere. I was like, Utah, you go Utah. Surprisingly,
0: oh. you would think with the uh, because I had a really good friend growing up who was Mormon yeah. when he came out, and it was, like, a big ordeal, And they're not too keen on the gay. Right. So I was shocked because I have a friend from college, actually, that lives there. And uh, he loves it. Yeah. Loves it there.
1: I could see, like, now that I went, like, I see that now. Like, it makes sense to me. I didn't know that going into it. But after going there, I was like, what an inclusive city. Like, the people's, like, stickers and shirts and flags. I was like, this is awesome. And so for that day, we just went and got something to eat. And then we went out to, like, their nightclub, which like, Echo which looked cool, but it was just, you know, we went on the dance floor, danced for a little bit. You know, I got a crowd going for a little bit. And then we dipped, because
0: Scott I, always got to be the person that's like,
1: hey, you, come on, come dance. You over here, come you to, know everybody what? to Somebody dance. Somebody needs that person. I want people to have a good time, and I, I want know. people, like, this is why I do this, and this is how I even got into this, because it's like, I want people to, like... Get out of their show and allow themselves to just live. Like yeah. that's my whole yeah. passion. It's like I I'm living to, on the wall. That's girl. What I'm telling ta- no.
0: No, that's you not, ain't. No. Because
1: I mean, you know what's happening in your heart. You're like, man, I just wanna be out there, but I'm a little shy. I'm a little embarrassed. I'm like, no, I'm gonna be out here looking like an idiot. Yeah. So you can come out here and just have fun. Same vibes. Yeah. So we did that and then we knew we had to go home and like, you know, go to bed because we had to wake up. You know, get on the freaking road because Yellowstone was five and a half hours away. That's
2: what I'm saying. I looked at a map. Like, yeah. I, we when we were in Orlando, I'm like, so yeah, uh, Yellowstone. And he's like, where'd they fly into? I go, Salt Lake City? He's like, that's like six hours away. Yeah. So I pulled up a map and I looked at your drive and I was like, holy Ooh. shit. But it why? was
1: really cool. Like, the drive is cool because my buddy who lives out there, he's one of those friends where it's like, we could just, our conversations are so in depth and oh. like, it has quality to it. I need those conversations. Not this like the little surface level, blah, blah, blah. No, we go in depth with things and really get to catch up and go over everything. And luckily, my girlfriend actually has worked with him as well at USF. So they have a relationship. So they're talking. So the whole drive was great. And we got to go through a bunch of different states like Montana and whatever, like Wyoming and... All that jazz. So He's like all the out state- There's like one other one that I'm like forgetting. But
0: Somewhere up there. A state.
1: It is a state. But I've never, now I could, you know, cross those off my list yeah. of like states that I've been to. I've never to. been to Montana
2: or Wyoming.
1: Yeah. So it was really cool. Then we <laughs> we got to go to Old Faithful, which is like the big old geyser that shoots up like every 90 minutes on the freaking mark. Boom, boom, is boom. Is
2: that not bizarre?
0: So cool. So cool. I can't-
2: and it's Ooh, so big.
1: Oh God!
0: Sorry, oh, there's, I think
2: there's one. a bug in here. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> if you're
0: listening to this, you need to go to, and watch the YouTube channel because just seeing Holly.
2: I just thought of my eyelashes, bud. so I didn't. I I can see. I, like when it's close up, it looks like it's inside your eyeball. You will do the same thing. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> that was just entertaining.
2: Anyway, um, uh, so go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, that. And then we went. You know, we as we're going there, I got to have my dream come true, and I got to see a bison as we're on our way there, and it was literally like. You know, we're going the whole way. You go into Yellowstone National Park, and it's all woodsy and beautiful. And I'm, like, looking everywhere. I'm, like, there's no bison. And so as we're getting off this, like, exit ramp that's in the park, all of a sudden this little patch of grass with a bison. I'm, like, out of everywhere we've been, why can't – here it is. There's the one bison, like, just chilling by itself, eating some grass, doing bison stuff. And that was the only bison I actually saw the entire trip. Wow. But it was still cool because I still made my trip. And so we did that, and then the next day we got into, like, a kayaking excursion. And so we went out with this group of like tour guides and everything. And we went around this huge lake over in Yellowstone. Got to learn a lot more about the geysers and the thermos and all those things that happen in the earth. I think that's so interesting. It is wild yeah. what is happening with the earth. We were on a super volcano. I guess that's what it is, the super volcano. And I guess my buddy was telling me if like if the super volcano erupts, like half the country, like the whole world, would be covered in ash. But like you know, half the U.S. will be just gone. Wait, But we what? were on it. They has... So the Earth has... Okay, I'm going to go on a bunch of different... Yeah, the super volcano over, you know, Yellowstone. If it ever erupted, dunzo. I'm sorry. I didn't
2: realize there was a super volcano at Yellowstone. Yeah, look at Yeah, I guess I was is under Is that the where Old
1: Faithful getting this heat? I guess. I don't know. I, well, Old Faithful was like an hour and a half away from that one, okay. but the lake... Like, you'd be paddling, and then there'd be bubbles at the, like, at the surface. You're like, whoa. You'd look down, it'd be the stream of bubbles. It's because there's a little crack in the earth, and it's releasing gas and heat. And then the geysers are like, you know, same kind of deal, where it's like all this gas is getting built up and heated by the magma underneath, mm-hmm. and so it eventually it has to release, and it comes up. That is. Just so it was cool. It was wow, really we're cool.
0: All gonna die. We don't
2: think about this very often, but we're all like, die. I'm sorry. Two two things really quick to just tangent off what you're saying. Dead. underneath our feet, shit is like slipping and sliding. Oh, there yeah. is magma literally magma. under your feet right now, way down below. The yeah. earth is churning and burning and doing all kind of crazy mm-hmm. shit. Don't even don't even think about what's in the ocean. The ocean is deeper than the tallest building on, the tallest mountain on Earth. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, who even knows what the fuck nope, is down there? Death, nope.
0: aliens. So that is all aliens. going
2: on underneath. Up in space, do you know how small we are? Yeah. Like, it is exactly bajillion-y,
1: that's big, mm-hmm.
2: and we're just floating around hoping that nothing else happens to crash into our shit. The fact that we're even alive on this rock is insane. It's a blessing, so
1: bless up. It's a good day to be alive. Insane. Because anything could go wrong. But it was a realization when you're out there, you're like, oh my God, like, you know, you're on literally like the two plates. Yes. And they have like, I guess you were telling us, they have like, what is it? Like like a thousand earthquakes a year or something like that? Maybe more. They only feel a couple of them. Yeah. But it's just, it's constantly shifting, but that's what it is. Like these little...
0: plates. uh, The plate tectonics?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All those kind of plates. And so they, like, you know, different spots like shift around and so they'll have new little thermo, I don't know, I can't thermo- remember. G- Something thermo. like that. Let's call it a geyser just for the heck of it. But they shift around. And so this the whole land over there is just phenomenal. And they had these little tracks that you had to walk on to go to like a geyser because if you stepped off, all that land right there, you could just break through and be in boiling water. What? And people have. What? The tour guides were telling us like how many people die in Yellowstone in a year because they're just doing stupid shit. What? Like some people, like if you step off the path, with we didn't know until after we already got off the path. My buddy accidentally stepped off it <gasps> to get out of the way of people. But coming back, you know, we just read the sign. It's like don't step off the path because again, you could just break through because it just be this little thin layer of whatever, and then you could be in. Yeah, and you could be in this, like, you know, 200-degree water. That's just, and that's what it is. It's like steam Do you steam just in die
0: instantly room. at that point, no, or is it a slow, painful death? Slow, slow, painful. Yeah.
1: Like, you could survive it, but again, like, if you don't oh, get out, you, like, your like, skin will just fall off.
0: Think about, like, the hottest, like, time you, got like, got in the shower by accident and you didn't realize. You're like, ah! Or, like,
1: thing- when you burn yourself on, like, boiling water.
0: Yeah. And
2: at first, your brain, it goes so fast you can't even register it. And right. it almost feels cold. Right. Because your brain's like, what? And then it's like. You might as well
1: want like, rip your finger off.
0: Right, but then your, body's your body is just like, oh, I'm dead. People have fallen in. Yeah,
1: and that's why they literally have paths that they have to continuously move, and they're all made out of wood because all these little, like, you know, pots and stuff, they move. So you got to move with it. And so people have done like that, and the tour guides are telling us how, like, just how stupid people are when it's like, comes mm. to animals over there, too, with, like, mm. I want to get a selfie with a bison or, oh, look, a cute bear cub. Yeah. Well, buy a bear cub. Here comes. Yeah. Mama so, like, bear. every year numbers of people die in Yellowstone. It's
2: got so stressed out. Or like you've heard about the people that try to get like the perfect selfie and they fall off a fucking
1: mountain. <gasps> yes. With, oh my gosh. On my Instagram, like the picture that I have that's like right next to the edge. Like yeah. there was actually a section that was a little further where it's like, it wasn't no fence. Like it was a little like, like it looked like a thumb of land and like right under, like if you go over the edge, you're done. This kid is like, no. we're about to take a picture. No. He's like running up to the edge and stopping. No!
2: No!
1: <laughs> and I'm like, what the f- ah! Like, do Where you, you want to die? Well, like, they're right there. Like, uh, no, parents aren't stopping. I'm like, are, are they like, seen? oh, my God, it's so cute. Look, yeah, and the, the parents, edge. like, looking over the edge, too. I'm like,
0: oh, my God. Like, if you just sneeze wrong, you're done. You're done. Like, I don't understand why people have a death wish sometimes. Like, why do people want to constantly get up to the death? Because, because, I mean, why you know they it's taking dangerous. Selfies? Well, like, you know it's dangerous. Like, why would you let your fucking kid run up on the side uh, of an a Well, what happened is the kid,
1: like- like, my girlfriend freaked out because I guess the kid was, like, sent, and, like, he started to wobble for a second. He lost his balance. I can't. And so that's when my girlfriend was like, ah! And I was like, oh, oh. I thought he was going to fall off the cliff. Oh, and so we no. literally left. We're like, if he's going to fall, I don't want to see it. No. no. I don't, no. That's going to ruin my trip, and I don't want to ruin my trip.
2: That's why I did not like our, I think I was about 12-ish. Maybe I was 10. I might have been 10. When my family, my mom and my stepdad took me and my little brother to Niagara Falls. Mm. I hated this trip. I liked nothing about seeing the falls because I was so terrified that I would accidentally fall in. Or Patrick would accidentally fall in. Mm. Because, and I don't even know if it's the same way, because we I have not been back since. But in, like, 1992 or whatever, when we went, <laughs> it was like, you could walk up to the falls on the, I think we were on the, the Canadian side, actually. Oh, boy. You walk up to the falls, and there's, like, a rail, which you could lean over. Like, it's not a fence. You just lean over the hole. There's that. There's mm. the Niagara Falls. And then the, it ends boop, there it ends, and then there's, like, a little space, and then there's, like, a grass embankment, and I'm, like, you could, a child could literally be looking and fall out of that little space in between, and so I was so panicked that Patrick was going to do this, because, like, kids run around. Yeah. So I was just, like, I was just trying to save him from falling down Niagara Falls, and, Uh, like, then we went and saw, like, they have, like, films and stuff where, like, like, Native Americans, like, this girl didn't want to marry somebody their dad wanted her marry. She, like, drew, like, steered her canoe down Niagara Falls. Ah. People would go over in a barrel. And I was just, oh, like, yeah. dying inside. So I, I get that same feeling of, like, disbelief that people would be so precarious with life. Mm. Especially as a parent. Right. And I get that some parents don't really give a fuck. I, I, I guess I can wrap my brain around that. But I can't. Also wrap my brain. You're like, head. and
0: I and I can't. I can, but I cannot. I cannot. That just like, makes. I'm no even sense over to here.
2: Me. Like I'm like, hold my. She's eight. Hold my hand while we cross Beach Drive in St. Pete because there's cars.
1: Right. I what? I don't know. I was confused too because the parents are just again like we looked over and they're all just looking over. We're like, it's like the section where it's like you know you don't need to be over there. Like you don't need to be over in that section, but they were. Wow. I guess people don't.
2: Have a sense of wanting to live, or they don't <laughs> just, care, or they don't is, think about I the think danger. that
1: over. Yeah, they don't think that it, they, they're, they're invincible. Like right. maybe nothing will go wrong. Right, like, my that. kid won't trip and well, fall over,
0: but he almost did. Right, because I think people think they're like, well, every. I mean, this is a tourist spot, so clearly it's safe, so it's fine. And mm. it's like <laughs> no. you're on the edge of a cliff. What if I get a video of it? That's it. Why,
2: and I'm like that. These people that take selfies, I'm like. Was it that worth it for the Graham that now you're dead like okay, so your angle wasn't that great and I and I don't I'm not like speaking ill of them I'm just wondering why on earth someone would not think to themselves I could fall right now mm. and I and it's like you you want to be like in your whole life that you've learned things you didn't think that this was ah Freaks I don't me like out. it. I don't
0: like it. All right, we gotta get I got a phone call I gotta oh. get to. Oh,
2: sorry. i we didn't even get to your weekend. That's
0: all right. It was my birthday. Brunch. That's
1: exciting. That's a lot of stuff to talk about.
0: It's fine. We'll get to it later. Good. I got go, though. Scott, okay. what's your social media information? At
1: Scott Tavlin,
0: S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly.
2: Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter.
0: Mine is Miguel Fuller. M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. And if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, you can send me an email with your address, Miguel at hot1015tampa I got a few more left if you want to stickle. Um also, I believe tomorrow, the 9th of September, is the last day to vote. For Creative Low Things, oh my God, Best I posted of the Bay. I
2: haven't posted anything either. I no.
0: haven't either. It's fine. There are so Hopefully many things we, going on in the world. I'm like, be, it'd yeah. be nice if I'm we did. I'm just grateful to be nominated. Same.
2: Remember, we're in the same category on Twitter as Tom Brady. So, you know That's what? True. So That's
0: true. It's a win. That's true. So, if you'd like to uh, uh, vote for us as Best Local Podcast, uh, Best Local Morning Show, uh, we're all nominated for uh, Best Personality to Follow on Twitter. Um, Scott, best up and coming radio personality? Yeah. Yeah. So please vote. You have until I think midnight on the 9th of September, 2021. All right. We are out of here and we will see you next time, man.